The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Hand on Elliott, plowing to the goal line. Barry, sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it, and he bangs it into the touchdown. And now, your hosts, Isaiah Stanback, Patrick Walker, and Kyle Yeomans. It is a wonderful Wednesday edition of Talking Cowboys, presented by Black Rifle Coffee Company, the official coffee of the Dallas Cowboys. We are live from the SWBC studios at the Star in Frisco with Isaiah Stanback, Patrick Nosey, Walker. I'm Kyle Yeomans, Chris Beam in the back, as always. Gentlemen, how are we doing? Fantastic. Fantastico. So moving into week 18, is it crazy to you that we are in the final week of the regular season? Man, time flies, bro. It does fly, man. But the good thing is we won't be done. What was the laugh? Not for quite some time. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, sounded, it's crazy. You sounded like by, Kawhi for a second. Yeah, you like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, weird, the year went by entirely too fast. But yeah. Hopefully we're not anywhere near the finish. Well, I was thinking about it the other day. We were going – to Cincinnati or playing Cincinnati in week two, not knowing what this team was going to look like. True. Dak Prescott injured 19 to three in week one. Doesn't that seem like forever ago? I mean, that seems like another lifetime how yes. long ago those games were, were happening early in the season. But at the same time, I also feel like we just were a training camp. We were just in Oxnard getting this thing started. So it's kind of a weird paradox of of time of the way that the NFL season has gone but I'm happy to be where we are at the moment well it's you know like we said all season and particularly at the beginning of the season you suffered that um just abysmal loss to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and then you lose Dak Prescott and you know all of a sudden fans are saying the sky is falling you know media pundits are saying the sky is falling but we did not Mm. we said there's a lot of football to be played and there was and even was, even Isaiah, who's like the leader of the charge sometimes on the sky is falling bandwagon. <laughs> even he was like, "Hold up, let's let's top the brakes here." Yeah, it, hey, a lot of football that needed to be played, and, and now the Cowboys have played it and um, applied pressure to the Philadelphia Eagles going into uh, Week 18. And and like Isaiah said, hopefully there's a lot more football to, to be played because, uh, as everyone knows, uh, this is the starting line. Uh, next week with Super Wild Card Weekend. So this is not the finish line. The regular season is, has ended or is about to end, but yeah. the dance is, is coming. It's time for the prom. Well, and that's the thing about where the Cowboys are right now after that start is everything is still on the table for you. Mm-hmm. Every single goal you set out to start when you did start in Oxnard is still there. Win your division. You could win that this week. Now you need a little bit of help to do so. You've Ooh, needed a, a little bit of help to do so. A lot of help. Maybe a lot of help. But you could still do that. But be the number one seed in the NFC. You need a little bit more help to be the number one seed in the NFC. However, you can still do that. Mm-hmm. You could still make a run. You could still get a bye. You could still go to the wild card and make a run from there regardless. If you You've ever- got everything in front of you going into the final week of the regular season. If I were to tell you that, and then also say that you matched your win total from last year. What would you say about this season? You're a man, man. Ridiculous. This season has just been. There's no ridiculous. way, right? I mean, 
I I figured the Cowboys would would fight the adversity, and you know that's why I figured they bounce back and defeat the Bengals even after you know the the what happened in Week One, including the loss of Dak Prescott. Um, but you know, to, even me, even myself, having predicted a twelve and five season um, back in March when I was looking forward. You know, having some foresight for the season. Obviously, didn't predict that you'd lose Dak Prescott for five games, et cetera, et cetera. Yep. Um, stood on that, didn't change it. But nonetheless, I, I'm not mad at anyone who might have predicted 12 and then saw the loss of Dak Prescott and then shaved it back to 10 or 9 wins. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, that that was just logical to do so. Uh, but again, here they are, 12 on the cusp of potentially getting 13, 13 and 4. After losing your starting quarterback for five games, the Eagles couldn't get one win. With their starting quarterback, I mean, yeah. with their backup quarterback, um, and they're supposed to be world beaters. So, you know, shouts out to the Cowboys, and it, it is something that you said yesterday, and we we really need to just give kudos to uh, this coaching staff has been magnificent. Um, they've they've weathered the storm. Yeah, they have not with the win over Tennessee. They have now registered a season in which no two game losing streak, none. I yeah. think the only other team that has that can boast that now that the Eagles have suffered that are the Minnesota Vikings and I know the Kansas City Chiefs. So I think if the Vikings were to lose in Week 18, then only the Chiefs and Cowboys could could make that claim, and that's pretty good company right there. Yeah, the last time the Cowboys have lost back-to-back games was the Week 11, Week 12, the short week with Kansas City and Las Vegas going into Thanksgiving in 2021. Right. So. It's been a long time since you've lost back-to-back matchups in the same season, so that's always fun to look at. Now, kind of makes me want. <laughs> this is funny. Uh, <laughs> I, I always want to beat the rivals. I want to beat everybody. That's sure, a fact. Just period. Um, but funny thought on the way here. You know, team hasn't hasn't lost two in a row. You know, maybe to guarantee that first playoff uh, round win, maybe you drop one and watch. You drop one. <laughs> yeah, don't do it, though. Stop but, it. Yeah, don't do it. But just funny thought. I said funny thought. Ha-ha. Yeah, it's funny. I, I got my yeah. laugh, and now let's move on. All right, yeah, let's keep on. Let's pretend like that one didn't happen. Isaiah's just looking down at his iPad or his uh, tablet right I'm, now. I'm and... looking into the percentages of the scenarios, potential scenarios I knew Dallas. The, I knew the question. That's, that's where, I'm, yeah, that's where I'm looking at. So I'm looking at the percentage of chance that they win Let's, the division, the conference, and, you know, host the, you know, the two seed. Like, I'm looking yeah. at all those Okay, so I'm going to tell you the scenarios that it takes while you find the percentages of, of the likelihood of each of those scenarios. So, Dallas has to win regardless. If they lose, they're the five seed. Mm-hmm. Plain and simple. Boom. There you go. So, that's the, the one, two, the five. Those are the three potential seeds for the Cowboys. If you lose, you're the five. If Philly wins, you are also the five. Or ties. Philly wins or ties in their matchup against the New York Giants, you are the five. So there you go. There's scenarios one and two that lead to the five. If you are going to win your division, you need Philadelphia to lose and you need to win as well. That would make you the two seed if San Francisco wins. So San Francisco is playing the Arizona Cardinals. Cardinals at four and thirteen right now, or whatever it ends up. I think four and twelve. Probably going to be four and thirteen. The possibility that you are going to be the one seed is very low because it would take Philadelphia and San Francisco losing. Plus, you would have to beat point, Washington. Point zero seven percent chance that you're the one seed. Yeah, that's. Fair. Honestly, that's a fair percentage. All I need is a shot. There's a shot. All I need is a shot. both the windows crack. One point seven. Point seven. All I need is a shot. So curve this book. Not even a full percentage point. (laughs) Not even a full percentage. So if you're looking at it in a in a fraction, that is point oh seven out of one. So 
Not a whole lot nope. to, to look at there. However, all I need is a shot. It's something. All you need is a What's, shot. Do you have the ones for winning your division against Philly? Winning the division is 6%. 6%. Yeah, and then and that would mean you're the two seed, and you would play either Green Bay or Detroit. The winner of that game, yeah, would to win be, a division. The Cowboys need to win. Or Eagles need to yeah, lose. Yeah, it's Green Bay or Detroit, right? To secure yeah. the top seed, they need to win. Eagles need to lose. 49ers need to lose. Correct. Yeah, yeah. To be the two seed, you need to win. All you need is a chance. Eagles need to lose. Correct. And then everything else leads to the five seed at Tampa Bay in right. Wild Card Weekend. Who would you rather face? Tampa. Tampa? Not even a question. Not over Green Bay right now. Tampa. Give me Tampa. Give me Tampa. On the road or at home against Green Bay? Well, so, so, so whoa. Because you, you're you, at home against Green Bay. Put it like this. I, you know, I hold Tom Brady in, in the highest of esteem. Okay? Yeah, you played with played him. Played with him. He's the GOAT. Okay. He's still fully capable of, of playing really well. Mike Evans finally, they finally connected last week. They yeah, figured they that out. Okay. 200 plus yards. Mm. Even with those guys figuring it out, even with them having all their weapons and all that jazz, I believe that we match up really well against Tampa. Beginning of the year, we took that L, and I, I felt like we were going to take that L, right? Right now, if we play Tampa, I feel very confident in our ability to, to shut down what they do well because I don't believe that their offensive line can handle the defensive front of Dallas. And that's both in the running game because they don't have a solid running game. So they have to depend on their passing game. And, well, they don't have the most mobile of quarterbacks, regardless of how smart and intellectually intelligent he is. So <laughs> I think that Dallas has an advantage against Tampa. You go to Green Bay, it's kind of funny. They have less weapons than, than Tampa, mm-hmm. but they have a dude who has a drive out of this world. Now, when I say that, people are automatically going to look at it and say, oh, Tom Brady doesn't have a drive? Absolutely, he has a drive. But Tom Brady isn't as streaky as Aaron. Aaron Rodgers. And when Aaron Rodgers is in Aaron Rodgers mode, it's, it's I don't care who's receiving the ball. He's a dude. And I just you just don't want to face him, especially in Green Bay. Well, well, first of all, let me say this. I think the Lions are going to beat them. So I, I think I, so, I man. Think, Dude, I, I don't think we're so. going we're gonna to pick that yeah, game on yeah. Friday, and I might pick Detroit, too. Yeah, we just picked it already. I like Detroit. Yeah, there's my pick. Uh, you don't um, want to face Detroit, either. Yeah. yeah. I think I would. if you had to give me the if option out of the option, three, yeah, though. I'm just saying, but like Detroit's a dangerous team. We talked about that when we faced them, right? They hit the crap out of us. Yeah. The fighting Dan Campbell. They'll bite off some kneecaps. Yeah. I mean, I say that to say I don't think this is going to be a conversation next week, but to answer your question, I honestly don't care. And, I, and I, I understand why people do because it's all about matchups. And I get it. I get the science behind it. But for me, it's about catharsis, right? Um, and, and, you know, to kind of glance over to MLB for a quick second. And, you know, you guys know how much I love my Braves. But this is a situation where, be it the slight odds of stealing away the division – everybody's like, well, not everybody. A lot of people are like, well, go ahead and rest the starters because the chances are too slim, et cetera, et cetera. If you follow MLB and you saw what the Braves were able to do. To the Mets. To the Mets. Yeah. All you need is a shot, okay? But if you look at the 2020 season and uh, you look at it from the standpoint of how the Braves won that World Series, right? They had to go through – they had to exercise their demons from the Dodgers. They had to exercise demons from the Astros. I mean, they had to run through Goliaths to get it done. And you get it done, and now no no one can question it. There are no doubts. So if you had to go through 
Rodgers and or Brady in order to get the title. What what questions could haters have for you? Like what doubts could they have? There's nothing. It's it's pure unadulterated catharsis. So I see it from both points. I see the matchup thing. Oh well, yeah, we do, and I agree. We do match up better uh, against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers than you would Aaron Rodgers. And we know Aaron Rodgers does love playing in AT and T Stadium. We we we've seen that. We've we're living the trauma. We're still trying to recover from the trauma of that. Yeah. But that being said. I just I want to beat the best. Like I want you to show me all this talk about this team is being special. Okay, show me. Go line up against Tom Brady, whom you've never defeated, mm-hmm. and and possibly retire him. Okay, go, invite Aaron Rodgers in and say, you know what? You are the one who has prevented. You have broken our hearts in the postseason mm-hmm. time and again. Oh, great storyline! It's time for us to break yours. In route to breaking a, a two and a half decade long drought. Yes, there's there's a lot to be said for me for catharsis, and that nothing would be more cathartic than to run through a Brady and or Rogers in the on in route to hoisting. Oh, a great Do you yeah. think? Do you think we could just fast forward to Wild Card Weekend? Now? Yeah, let's go. Because I'm ready to roll. That, you, you got me wild, riled up, but I agree. I think that's what the mindset should be going into the playoffs this year is I don't care who you are on the other side. You're going to get it. And you've talked about that too, Isaiah. You've talked about it before, even going into last year's playoff run. You didn't feel like this team had that mentality. Do they have it this year? Or is it at least a little bit closer? I don't feel any better at this point. Really? Now, after this week's game, I might feel differently. Now, from what I've, what I've seen from this team over the last month, I do not feel mm-hmm. that they have that killer, consistent killer instinct right now. I think that you don't know what team you're going to see every Sunday. Are we are we nitpicking that too much nope. though? Because nope. if if they win this week against Washington and they put it put it away, they 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 were able to get it done early. They'll enter the playoffs having won seven of their last eight. Yeah, that's cool. Seven of eight. It's, it's, so that's better and, than and you so played early in the season. So that's why the stat line. I don't just look at stat lines. You know, you know. I'm not. I know you don't. So yeah. how you won those games, and people are going to say, "Oh, W is a W." Okay, yeah, that's true. All right, it shows up as a W. But how you won those games matters as well. Sure. Okay. Um, how you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I'm just going to leave it at that. So I agree. I don't feel at this point of the season. That they are complete dogs right now. Well, see, and this is why, this is another reason why you don't rest starters. No doubt. Because you need the momentum. And you, this is why I believe that Brian Dable is honest when he says, no, he's not going to rest starters. It's because for a similar, no, well, I'm not going to say similar, but not entirely dissimilar reason, the, the Giants need this final game to fine-tune some things and make sure that they're on the right track. The Cowboys, in the same breath, need this final game against the Commanders, not only because they have a, a very slim chance of being able to move up from five to possibly two, maybe even one. We'll yeah. see how things shake out. But worst-case scenario, they need to make sure that some of the the holes in the run defense is shored up. Uh, some of the holes in the secondary are shored up. Hey, keep in mind, you're, Nashawn Wright has has played for the most part better than you would have hoped he would have played. Being thrust into the situation he was thrust in this late in the season after giving Kelvin Joseph the first couple of nods, that was yeah. a lot to ask of Nashawn Wright. He needs this. He needs this game as well. So I say all that to say you're right. If you're talking about the Cowboys team that played the Titans and and lost to the Jaguars going into the playoffs right now, there's concern there. But 
use and utilize this final game to say, hey, you know what? Let's just go beat the hell out of Washington. Mm-hmm. Let's just hang 50 on them, 50 to 3, 50 to 0, and and make sure that this is not only a game that we're using to try to better our standing in the playoff seed, but also to send the message to the league that, hey, we are ready for the playoffs, so let's let's do it. So let, use this game for that, if nothing else. I agree. It's a it's a ramp up, and it's also a chance for you to keep your hopes alive of winning a division and possibly 0.7% chance <laughs> to get the 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 uh, the, the bye oh, week, which would, that bye week is Jim Carrey be, would like those odds. If there was one team that you you think would hurt to have the bye week, it might be San Francisco. That's a team that's won their last nine games. They're probably going to win ten straight going into their their playoff push. So you talk about a team that's been playing well and continuing to win. San Francisco's on that that type of tear right now. So a bye week may actually kind of be counteractive to what they're doing. I could see that because you're hitting pause on momentum. Whereas Philly and Dallas, they could each very much so use a bye week. The thing is, when it comes to bye week, and I don't wholeheartedly disagree with you. Yeah. When you have a good percentage of your team that has had good playoff experience, you can afford for guys to have a week off. You can mm-hmm. afford for guys to to rest, guys. Right, sure. if you're in a position to do so, because you are fully they're full, you're fully confident that with that time off, they're still going to come back and do their job. Okay, because the moment's not too big for them. Counter, because they've been there before. Counterpoint: Green okay. Bay last year. Okay. Green Bay was the one seed. What yeah. happened? They lost to yeah. the San Francisco 49ers, exactly. a team that on paper was Absolutely. not as good as that Green Bay Absolutely. team was. Green, and you know what? That's right. But in Green we know Bay. we can all agree San Fran's mm-hmm. mentality is totally different than any other team in this league. Sure. That, they're, they're, just a, they're in a category of their own, which is why you don't want to face them. Not from the roster standpoint, from the mentality standpoint, right? From their 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 approach to the game is totally different than everybody else's, and I am fully fine standing on my own honor saying that we we got a taste of that last year. Mm-hmm. Are you scared? We, they were not. No, 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 Are no. You not, scared no, of Brock? No, no, Brock not, Purdy? Not no, no, not scared. Brock Purdy. What I say when he got hurt? It doesn't matter who hands the ball off. Of it, <laughs> right? It does not matter. Right? But mm, the thing I'm is, just like, poking that, a bear at this. That's point. what I'm waiting to see from Dallas. Dallas on paper has the best roster in football. Mm-hmm. Best if they're roster. all healthy, absolutely. Best roster in football last year. I would have to say the same. Their roster was substantially better than San Francisco. What did it come down to? Execution and mentality. I haven't seen that dog from Dallas. You don't feel like Dallas is going to drag every team that they face. You don't feel like they're just going to come out of it every game that they face. We playing to the level of our competition. Fair point, and, and I agree with that. Um, but here's a counterpoint to that. Which team in the league, and this is an actual question, okay. which team in the league has shown you that every single week they can drag somebody? I think the best team right now is San Francisco. San Francisco. Have they That's shown the you team. every week they can drag somebody? It just took them a field goal San Francisco's to beat playing the with their third quarterback. I hear what you're saying. And they're still executing That's at the fine. same level as here's, they were with their first but, quarterback. But what I'm saying here's who is, they're beating. Do, do you feel as if? I do. Okay. Every, I they, do. they just showed you. They almost lost when to the Raiders. When you say dragged, I'm not even talking about the points. I'm talking mm-hmm. about physically just beating the crap out of somebody and controlling the game. And it doesn't have to always equate to, that to points. Point, that didn't just happen against the Raiders. The Raiders had the lead on. And them the Raiders have one. If you look on paper, Raiders have a heck of a freaking roster the now. Raiders coaches trash. The, tra- the coaches trash. But on paper, before the season, what was everybody saying? The Raiders. The Raiders have dogs. their roster is freaking ridiculous. Chandler Jones. So I mean, you can't Devontae disregard Adams. the fact that they're they're, they're playing bad, no. but their roster is still amazing. What, what I'm saying is hashtag keep that energy. Yeah. And, and again, I don't disagree. Yeah. I believe that the Cowboys have shown instances of playing down the competition. Undeniable. Great. The Colts for three quarters. The Texans for 59 minutes, right? It, And I'm not going to say Jacksonville because we agree that Jacksonville is, is 
in a different stratosphere than the Colts, the Texans, and you know yeah. even the Titans at this point. But play it against you know play it with your food uh, against the Tennessee Titans. So you're right in that aspect. My point is, be it the Kansas City Chiefs, they've shown that they can play down the competition. Buffalo Bills have shown they can play down the competition. The Philadelphia Eagles with Jalen Hurts have played down the competition, almost lost to the Colts. So can, can I ask you? My, can I ask you a direct point, question? My point is. At this point in the season, because, to use Kyle's words, it is so wide open. In both conferences, it's so wide open. All you have to make sure that you do is be the best that particular Absolutely. day. That's, that, that's it. That's it. Because it, you, because you might you, have, you might. Stop. I totally agree with you. Yeah. If Dallas shows up, Dallas is, it wins most of these games. Yeah. Okay. I don't. I don't care who they face. Totally agree with you. Yeah. However, you don't know what Dallas is going to show up. Yeah. And yeah. that's the problem. That goes that's, back to Patrick's right. point of yeah. the only team that can beat this team. Yeah. Is this it's team? team well, guess what? Them. They better figure it out. Right. Because I can't put them in the same category as in the confidence going into the playoffs mm-hmm. as a Buffalo and as a Kansas City. I can't do it. I can't do it yet. Roster wise, I, I roster wise, I can. Yeah, roster wise, I can. Roster wise and coaching, you can. Okay, you but, can. But the, unfortunately, that's not the whole thing. You just said two AFC teams, by the way. I know, I know, but I'm just talking about the 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 confidence you know, that you. But the confidence, <laughs> stay on, I'm man. speaking on the confidence that he, you he, have he, though he, in those teams. Now. Right when you no, when you think about confidence. Kansas City in the playoffs, yeah. you ooh. expect. You them think to about be... Buffalo in the playoffs? Ooh, I, you think I, about I, Dallas in the playoffs? But I think I think a large I think a large part of that. A part of that is what you're saying, but the larger driving force behind the lack of confidence in the Cowboys being in the playoffs this season is because of the Cowboys in the playoffs last season and their inability to make it to the playoffs the season prior, Facts. so forth and so on. So mm. until the Cowboys make the run, exactly. there's going to be the psychosis of yep. uh, Cowboys in the playoffs. Facts. They broke my heart so many times. So I'm not saying you're wrong, yeah. but I think – in there, uh-huh. in in that wonderful big brain of yours, <laughs> is actually trauma speaking more so than real okay. time. Okay, so show me. I want to play off of Which that. Which is fair, but I'm saying. I, I, I want to play off of that. When we come back, is there a psychological advantage of the Cowboys this year that we're not talking about? Okay. I want to hit it on the other side of the break when we come back with more Talking Cowboys. When you build, you start with the foundation. And home ownership is a foundation of a stable future. The Bank of America Community Home Ownership Commitment has helped over 34,000 people lay the groundwork so far. With up to $10,000 towards your down payment or 3% of the purchase price, whichever is less, the satisfaction of owning your own place can become a reality. Visit bankofamerica.com slash homeowner to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Equal housing lender. Credit and collateral is subject to approval. Restrictions apply. This is not a commitment to lend. Did you get to work on time? Yeah, but I just realized it's Sunday. Little Sweet says head on home. Dr. Pepper's on its way. So sweet, unique. Baby, there's nothing better. I bet you've probably done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Did you invest your nest egg in an NFT? Yeah, and I don't even know what that is. It's a non-fungible token. Everyone's done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Are you ready to take coffee off your grocery list forever? Black Rifle Coffee Club is here to help. 
As a coffee club member, you'll get your favorite coffees roasted, packaged, and shipped to your door free of charge on your preferred schedule. Set it, forget it, and never run low on coffee again. Members also get exclusive deals on coffee, products, and discounts from partner brands. Ease your mind and let Black Rifle worry about your coffee supply. Go to BlackRifleCoffee.com to join the coffee club today. Back to Talking Cowboys. Enjoy premier dining, shopping, and experiences from over 20-plus restaurants, shops, and more at the Star District. Make sure to go to shop into the district's newest additions, a women's boutique, mm. Monkeys of Frisco. I think that's how you say that. Mm. Uh, the Fine Art Gallery, Lombardi Italian. That place is incredible, by the way. Oh, you've been there. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah, and the no talk idea. of the town, the Glen and Monarch Stag. Visit thestardistrict.com for the full directory. Go mm-hmm. visit the Star District outside. They're doing some good stuff. They are doing a lot of Tricky Fish is out there now. Sidecar Social's coming. There's hey, a ton of stuff. Invite to the Italian spot? I did not. No. That was a family thing. Oh, okay. We're not family. We're not family. We are family. You heard that right there? This is blood. That's all it was. Cowboys Nation, y'all just heard that. I heard that. Whoa! Clip it. We are family. (laughs) Did you see what's coming? Or came? It's a cow bite, Douglas. Pete's? Pete's Piano Bar. Yeah, yeah. That's out there, too. Pete's what? Pete's Piano Bar. Oh, really? Dueling pianos. It's awesome. Yeah, Yeah. move from Madison to uh, to the Star in Frisco. Really, really cool. They're doing a lot of good stuff out there. It's going to be a uh, it's going to be a hopping spot. All right, back here on Talking Cowboys. We're continuing the discussion leading into the playoffs. I promise we're going to preview Washington's offense and Dallas's defense at some point throughout the next twenty five minutes or so. However, I want to play off of what we talked about at the end of that first segment. Bring it because. Patrick is is talking about how this year has a chance to be different, mm-hmm. and it absolutely does. Absolutely. You, every time there's a chance. Yes. Isaiah's talking about the mindset mm-hmm. and how it's not the same, or it is the same, or you, you feel the same, as it was last year, Correct. right? So last year, you're going into that, that playoff game against San Francisco. A lot of your roster, you don't understand what you're going to get from them in a playoff scenario. Right. You had some core guys that have been around since the last time the Cowboys were in the playoffs. Yes. But for the most part, the roster turnover was much different from 2020 to 2021. However, from 2021 to 2022, is there a psychological advantage? One, because it's the majority of the same guys that are on the field with you this time around as they mm-hmm. were last time around. Even with some sprinkled-end injuries, there's not a, a ton of newcomers that are going out and playing a significant number of snaps. Okay. That means there's a couple. I mean, Anthony Barr, one of them, a okay. uh, couple guys on the back end, but that's about it. However, now you have that heartbreak. Yep. You have that San Francisco game to lean back on and say, I don't want that to happen again. You didn't have that before. Facts. And it's also the first time you've won back-to-back 12-win seasons yep. since 95-96. Awesome. Is this the best chance for the Cowboys psychologically to have an advantage, knowing, okay, we can't let that happen again. we got to take care of business in the playoffs whenever we get there. Absolutely. Absolutely. Heartache helps you. It should. <clears throat> if right? you learn from if it. If you learn from if it. If you learn from right? it. Otherwise, you're bound to what? Repeat. Repeat it. So I hope that that, that hurts. I hope they got a little little, uh, little, like a little stab in the, in the side right there. Kid, I hope that's just uncomfortable, right? Like a little doggone splinter that you want to get out. I hope that's there because that pain reminds you. And when you're reminded of a pain point, you don't want to repeat that pain point. So they need that to drive them towards success. 
my so to answer your question, yes, my concern is what Dallas does. Let's let me back it up a little bit. When you think about teams, if you had to say one way in which a team was going to beat you, right? When you think about the San Fran, right? We talk about San Fran's mentality. How is San Fran going to beat you? They're going to physical. Run. They're going to be. They're physically going to beat you up. Yeah. Okay. For the full game, it doesn't matter overtime or not. They're going to beat you up physically. Okay. Kansas City. Oh, finesse. Oh, yeah, speed. They, they're going to score. They're going to score, right? Yeah. They're going to outscore you, yeah. right? Dallas. How does Dallas beat you? They run the ball. Is that what the first thing that comes to your mind? Oh, I was thinking pass rush. Pass Sex rush. What have we not been Sex doing? and takeaways. You haven't been winning on your pass rush. You see what I'm saying? So I'm talking about the identity <laughs> of the team. So, so I'm not saying that there's not other ways to win, but I'm saying win, the identity so. of your team and what typically would carry you through to beat opponents, and especially really high opponents, Yeah. You have to be doing that well. Mm-hmm. And look at even Philly. That's another team that you would say, what is their identity? Getting after it's people. It's supposed to be their defensive It's going to be their defensive front seven. They've been getting after people. They're the first team in I, God knows how long. There was a stat out there this week on Twitter. i got to look at it to, to get it completely right. That had lost after sacking a quarterback seven times in a game. So even as good as you are pass rush-wise, you got to have something else to rely on. Absolutely. So what I'm, all I'm saying is Dallas can beat you other ways. But they have to get their identity back. And right now, their identity is not present. Uh, uh, coupled with, you're turning the ball over. That, so if you're that, not, so if you're, so, so I'm saying, so me. if you're not getting home, because that was what everybody fears, the team has, there has to be one thing that teams fear about you. Mm-hmm. What do you fear about Dallas? Pass rush. Yeah. You fear, don't let them, don't let them boys get home. Dog, go on, don't get in a passing situation. Dallas is going to get, they're going to get home, they're going to sack you, cause you third take and long, take the ball away. They haven't been doing that. No. Okay. Um, then you go on the other side of the ball, and we're giving the ball away. So that combination does not make me feel good. doesn't make me feel good. Not saying that we can't overcome it. Not saying that that light switch can't come back on. But as of right now, standing today, mm-hmm. that's why I need this last game to show up. Yeah. Okay? As of today, I don't feel that what Dallas does best, they are doing at a high level right now because they're not. And you're giving the ball away. That, was, that scenario right there on both sides of the ball does not equate to wins in the playoffs. I do feel like they still have their identity. They know exactly who they are defensively, and they know exactly who they are offensively as far as run first and then play off the play action and, and get the plays down the field. Um, so I do disagree in that aspect. I will say the pass rush needs to get home. That's something that should be no surprise because if, for those that listen to the show religiously, the, the receipts are out there. you got to get home. Once you get hands on these guys, whether it be Trevor Lawrence or, or you know, Jalen Hurts eventually, you know, you got to bring those guys down to the ground. Mm-hmm. But the pass rush disruptions have remained the best in the league. They're yeah. still getting back there. Yeah, I know Michael's um, getting there last game. I will say, once again, I 100% agree with you. It's the giveaways. If you stop giving the ball away, you put yourself in a lot better position. The Cowboys' yours. odds of winning Absolutely. games jump Absolutely. exponentially. Yep. So that that's what I need to see from them in the playoffs. Okay. You're not going to get five or six sacks no. every game going forward, hopefully to the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. because look at the comp- the level of competition you're about to Absolutely. go up against. But you can continue to get your disruptions as you have been. You can continue to get your takeaways as you have been. But the, the question is, are you going to give added possessions to Correct. Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers Ooh. or don't you do know that. don't do it. Don't do it. But it, so if you don't, you win these games. I you, agree. Saw, you, you saw it in Green Bay. And yeah, I'm not saying you don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just making the point. You saw it in Green Bay. So 
let it be the thorn in their paw. Let the, the overtime loss in Green Bay, which was eerily similar to the overtime loss in Jacksonville. I think that that's just the universe sending the Cowboys a message. Use the Jacksonville Jaguars as a reminder to say, hey, maybe you forgot what happened in Green Bay. So let's give you a late season reminder that hopefully will carry you uh, to a play, to and through a playoff run. Because yeah. as the Cowboys enter the playoffs, the, the most recent humiliation that they have is fairly just, is just that. It's recent. It just happened a couple weeks or so ago in Jacksonville. Pick six off the hands of Noah Brown. You lose that game. And what was Dak's body language after that game? Like, wow, I can't believe this happened. Remember that, Mr. Prescott. Remember that feeling because you don't want to feel it again. When you get up, when you have a lead on the team, whomever you're playing, and I 100% believe if the Cowboys don't give the ball away, they're going. To, it doesn't matter who, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, they're going to have a lead. And it's going to be a two-score lead. Question is, can you maintain it? And yes, you can if you don't throw the ball away. Yeah, those are two games that if you go back and you look at, you had multi-score leads, and you blew it against teams at that point that didn't look like they were great. Now, Jacksonville, if they win this week, they're in the playoffs. Green Bay, if they win this week, they're in the playoffs. But those are playoff-caliber teams with good quarterbacks. Right. You had them beat. You had them dead in the water, mm-hmm. and you weren't able to close it. Yep. So you know, now you've got, you've got playoff teams because, you know, yeah, I mean, I turns it. out they're not world beaters. Wonder who said that. <laughs> the, I mean, that's the thing though is if they end up, both of those teams end up winning, which honestly I think there's a chance both yeah. of them do end up winning. Mm-hmm. All four of your losses are against playoff teams, but if you take half of those away, you're the number one seed in the Correct. in the in the playoffs. You've got a buy. We're not even talking about all this uh, stuff. Huh. But you didn't do it. You didn't take care of business. So that needs to be a calling card for this team going into the playoffs. Let's talk about Washington, though. Coming up this week, the Commanders, they've got their own problems, their own set of problems. Ron Rivera this morning. (laughs) They blew it last week. He he said this. Did you hear what he said this morning in the press conference? He said he didn't even realize that it was an elimination scenario. He had no idea it was an elimination game. Well, that talks to their leadership. Yeah, there's a problem there somewhere. They had Carson Wentz in. They're now flipping back to Taylor that's Heineke. How I, that's how I knew that they didn't know it was a playoff <laughs> scenario. Flipping back to Taylor Heineke and mixing in the rookie, Sam Howell. So that, that's the news that came out this morning. Good. Is that they're going to flip back to Taylor Heineke, but they're also going to get the rookie some snaps. And obviously we don't He's know what cheers, the percentage is going to be. But from the Cowboys standpoint, you've kind of seen this before, Driscoll and uh, Davis Mills sure. the Texans. So you saw it last week, yeah. or you thought you were going to see it last week with Dobbs and well, Willis. The, well, now Willis the never says, came in. The mindset has changed for Washington now. Now Washington is looking towards next year. Mm-hmm. Now they're trying to figure out, okay, who, who's going to be here? Who's going to be here next year? But see, that that's why I say right. the players, though. Yeah. The players are they're more, most certainly fighting for their jobs. So Absolutely. I still don't believe I, the news comes out and everybody's like, yeah, this is going to be, you know, 50 bur-. and and it should be, but it should have been regardless of if it was mm. Wentz, Heineke or how. It should have been or it should be exactly that. So this quarterback news doesn't change that for me and we'll talk predictions later in the week. But what it does do is tell me that the Cowboys might need to prep a different way, right? You you already played Taylor Heineke, you played against Carson Wentz several times, you know how to play against him. Okay, so just Approach it with kind of like the Texans mindset, where it's just like, okay, we don't know who they're going to start. 
and they kind of caught us off guard. So don't let the commanders catch you off guard with, you know, one play is how, the next play is yeah. Heineke, the next play is how. Just be prepared for that and go do what you were supposed to do anyway, which is just blow the doors off this team um, because it's, it's a dysfunctional team. It's a dysfunctional organization, and there is no reason that they should be yeah. in this game by, by the time halftime rolls around. They've got a lot of issues, but is They're, this a better Washington roster than you saw in week four? Yes. I think so, too. Yes, but we can't talk about that till tomorrow. Because <laughs> it's on the defensive yeah. side of the ball. <laughs> the offensively, they're not very good right now. No. I mean, not. they they had a chance and they started to kind of sneak up right in the middle of the year they and then a, they don't have an identity. Fell right off now. a cliff. They don't have an identity. I mean, you think about the old the Washington Commanders, even going back to last year, their rushing attack was what you Minimal. What you, yeah. I mean, what yeah. you feared from them last year, really. That was that was what you're you were worried about the rushing attack and you're worried about Scary Terry. Those are the two guys. That you're worried about Logan Thomas, you never know if he's going to be on the field or not, um, just due to health issues. But um, you don't fear anything about this offense right now. And that's just a reality. Now that does not have anything to do with. Well, let me say that that has no effect over your approach to the game. The fact that they don't have any dudes that are scaring you right now. You have to get back on track. Mm-hmm. For Dallas's defense, this is a get back on track game. Mm-hmm. That's how I perceive it. Figure it out. I don't care if these guys are lighting up the scoreboard if they suck like they do right now. You have to find a way to get back on yeah. track, right? What I was just talking about, your identity of this team is your is your pass rush. You mm-hmm. teams fear that. I don't think teams are fearing it as much right now. Right there was a point in the season where when teams got the third down, if it was third or seven or more, we were all sitting back like, <laughs> "Watch you know this, this yeah, watch this." <laughs> right now we're back like, "Can they get home?" Yeah. You know, maybe it's gonna be the ball's gonna get out quick. It's gonna have to tackle the first. The first is guy that, make the tackle. You know, is that a byproduct though of teams actually absolutely fearing the pass rush enough? To where they're completely changing their identity. Absolutely. Yes. All yes. teams have absolutely, <laughs> absolutely done that. Get the ball out quickly. So with that even being said, going into the playoffs, no matter if you have eight sacks or more against Washington, our team's going to actually fear this pass rush enough to where, oh my gosh, even if we change our own It depends mindset. on how you go about it. It depends on how you go about it. Because there's different ways in which you get sacks, right? So you got the scheme, and that's one way to get sacks, and then you just have pure talent. Mm-hmm. Right, just right. pure talent. Oh, and I'll throw another category in there: will. Right, you have straight will, the will to win. Right, the will to make the play. I'm gonna. I don't care who you are. I don't care what you. How many all pros you got? I'm about to. I'm about to throw you out the club. Right, mm-hmm. nothing's gonna stop me from getting from from this point Bouncing. A to point B. Right, I'm throwing you. Just you might as well just get out the way. Yeah. yeah. Right, y'all might as well just go ahead and run a screen route because I'm I'm coming. Right. right. And then you got the skill set for like a Micah and and and, and Fowler and stuff like that, which is like crap. These guys are fast. Right. And then you you get spin moves and speed and dip and rip and just tenacious. And then you got the scheme of Dan Quinn. Right. Stunts. Right. Mismatches. You know all, all those alignments and all those type of things. So there's different ways in which you go about getting sacks and there's. Throwing the, the word sacks and pressures, that's an umbrella. But how you get there, that's where the, the finite the details are at. And that's where teams are going to look at and try to scheme up. Because you can scheme up some of it, mm-hmm. but even if I scheme up what Dan Quinn's doing, okay, as an offensive coordinator, I did that. Well, crap, now I still got the will and determination of these cats. Washington yeah. just doesn't have the horses. Uh, facts. Stop Scary Terry, and, and that's a wrap. And we've seen time and again Trayvon Diggs has been able to shut down Terry McLaurin. Um Robinson, he's not completely healthy. He's he's doing what he can to produce out there, but he's not really healthy. So what you have Gibson, man. Yeah, like, like, I think what? he's been banged up. He yeah. was on my fantasy team, so it didn't. Really, but they didn't even start the year off with him. Like it's like it's almost like they had some kind of dispute. 
I think he's been banged up. They're running. He's, he's had like is, a lingering thing. It's like a Zeke thing. This dude was a beast. Their rushing attack is hobbled. He was really to that good. point. The rushing attack. Why do you think I hobbled. drafted him? I know, but I'm saying like I feel like there's something internal that happened because they didn't even start the year one and give him the ball. Yeah, no telling. Everything's internal with that organization. Oh, oh, hopefully, it's external because yeah. that organization no needs to get blown up. But their mm-hmm. their rushing attack is hobbled. Um, quarterback play is is nothing to speak, nothing worthy of speaking of whatsoever, regardless of who's back there right now. Um, and that in itself helps negate uh, Scary Terry. But then Trevon Diggs, even if you had a quality quarterback to get McLaurin the ball, Trevon Diggs has shown he can clamp mm-hmm. him. So I, I don't see a situation where any situation, any scenario in which the, the commanders get their offense going against the Cowboys. I, I just think they get beat up early. And the spirit that already is not there, I mean, there will be some competitiveness because, again, there are players that are trying to keep their jobs and there are coaches that are trying to keep their jobs. Or at minimum, put on film something for another team to come and pick them up. Yeah. Um, so that, there will be a competitive nature there. It will be scrappy. But you can just go ahead and break their spirit. You get up 14-0 and it'll get away from commanders really quickly. They'll start laying down. Yeah. They'll, they'll, they'll roll over and show their belly at that point. It's a big chance for you to do that early in this football game. But when we come back here on Talking Cowboys, we'll wrap up this episode, and we're going to talk about the secondary. We talk about getting right. This might be a chance for the secondary to be tested, getting right, with but a also still get right with get, a W. Getting right. W is that a is that a new column column headline right there? Bars, it's pretty good. All right, we'll be back with more (laughs) bars like that here on Talking Cowboys. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable, and now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run eighty miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT and T five G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT and T five G, fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Black Rifle Coffee Company serves premium coffee to people who love America. When you drink Black Rifle Coffee, you are directly supporting veterans, law enforcement, and first responders in your community. Black Rifle's expert roasters love coffee almost as much as Texas loves football, so it makes sense that America's Coffee partnered with America's team. Go online at BlackRifleCoffee.com and fuel up with the official coffee of the Dallas Cowboys. That's BlackRifleCoffee.com to fuel up today. This week! Did you get to work on time? Yeah, but I just realized it's Sunday. Little Sweets says head on home. Dr. Pepper's on its way. So sweet, unique. Baby, there's nothing better. I bet you've probably done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Did you invest your nest egg in an NFT? Yeah, and I don't even know what that is. It's a non-fungible token. Everyone's done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys? Jack Black. Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks, free shipping. Back to Talking Cowboys. 
Back here on Talking Cowboys. It's only right that the best fans in the whole world get the out-of-this-world gear. Visit your local Dallas Cowboys Pro Shop or log on to shop.dallascowboys.com. A Fanatics experience and grab Cowboys Nation-worthy hoodies, tees, accessories, and a whole lot more at the Dallas Cowboys Pro Shop. Final couple minutes here of Talking Cowboys. Isaiah Stanback. We've got Patrick Nosey Walker, Kyle Yeomans, Chris Beam in the back. All right, gentlemen, the secondary has been the biggest question mark, and we're previewing the Cowboys defense versus the Washington offense. It's been the biggest question mark since the injuries of Anthony Brown and Jordan Lewis. You brought it up a little bit earlier. Nashawn Wright has come in and he's played above the expectations, but still a lot of room to grow. Facts. Still a lot of a long way to go. Mm-hmm. And for those that there were some in my Twitter mentions when I said Nation Wright is trending upward, they were like, "Oh man, he's terrible." Blah blah blah. You're not watching the film. In fact, <laughs> you, you're period. you're not watching the film. Period. period. He's doing good things, which is something we couldn't say from the guy he replaced. Correct. Is this a game where not only is it a get right where it's a winnable matchup, however, but they're going up against some good receivers: Curtis Samuel, mm-hmm. Terry McLaurin, Gosh. Logan Thomas, tight end. I mean, there are guys that are good on this offense. Is this the right time for them to get a good challenge and to win that challenge? Absolutely. Um, we talk about tuning yourself up for the playoffs. And, and for the secondary, this is your final chance to do that. Uh, and, and to your point, yes, Nashawn Wright, who grabbed his first career interception against the Tennessee Titans, um, he's showing you what that length can do. It can be disruptive. It can get into the passing lanes. It can make quarterbacks think twice about maybe I can float this over his fingertips. I don't think that you can. Um, so – you, you love the where the needle is pointing on a guy like Nashawn Wright, but he also needs more reps. Mm-hmm. And and that's why it's paramount that you see him get that against a team like Washington. Uh, and it's going to be a confident a chance, I should say, to build that much more confidence because you're going against a rookie in Howard. You're going against Taylor Heineke, whom the Cowboys basically own. And even if, even if it were Carson Wentz, you know Carson Wentz is going to give you opportunity to take the ball away. So as a young secondary, not named Trevon Diggs and, and not named Deron Bland because Bland has already shown you what he can do. He's, he's a star. Right. Um, but for Nashawn Wright and some maybe at least one or two of the veterans that the Cowboys have, Trayvon Mullen has been inactive both of the games that he's been with the Cowboys. We haven't seen him yet. Maybe we see some Trayvon Mullen I hope so. in this game so the Cowboys know what they have from him <laughs> maybe. before. Because And I'm with Isaiah. I see the eyes. You got to know what you got there before you go into the playoffs. You got to know what you got there. You've seen some Mackenzie Alexander, but you haven't seen Kendall Sheffield yet either. So good opportunity for the Cowboys to not only get um, an additional reps for Nashawn Wright, but let's let's see um, Mullen and hopefully Sheffield because you got to know what you have before you go into the dance. I love Nashawn. You know, I've been e Honda. I've been a big yeah. fan of e Honda ever since he got here. <laughs> Thousand and, hands and, exactly. <laughs> and I, I want to see him more impressed. I can't say this enough. I don't know what's going on in terms yeah. of defensive strategy, but I know Al Harris was one hell of a press corner back in the day, and Dan Quinn used to be a press. You know, press man coverage guy. Um, and he's got two years in the system now. Yeah, so I'm hoping so. that they allow Ihana to get up there and put some fisticuffs on some people. But he is coming along. And if you, yeah. to your point, Kyle, if the people are saying that he's coming along too slow, well, he hasn't had a ton of reps. <laughs> and then the reps he has had, he's doing pretty doggone well with them. So yeah. um, he was in there. He was able to be in there consistently last week, and he made some plays. So I'm looking forward to seeing him continue to develop and build his confidence because I don't care – 
what people think about draft status and how high they're drafted and where they what they should be doing by this point in time. This is a confidence game. Mm-hmm. They, all these guys are capable of playing at a really high level. If you if you're in the NFL, you're one of the best in the world. Yep. Regardless of how bad or how good you may be looking, you're still one of the best in the world. Yeah. This is all on confidence. So if you're out there and you have your swag back and you got you know you got clothes right, socks right, shoe game right, you know what I'm saying, got your visor on, whatever it is that you do to, to feel good, and you actually go out there and play good, well now you just need to double down on that. Give another game, give me let me give me the same amount of reps. Let me get my feet wet. Let me get used to this game, which is why players hate getting cycled in and out. Because I can't get a feel for the game, right? I can't get my swag because, shoot, as soon as I start feeling good, I'm coming out the game, yep. mm-hmm. right? And now I got to get back in there and try to get warmed up again. So let guys get in there and get used to the flow of the game and start remembering the types of players that they were. Because that's what it is. When I'm in the league and I'm into my second year and I haven't had the opportunity to make a lot of plays, I was a dude in college, but now in the NFL, you know, everything that's been the position I've been in, the reps that I've been given has shown me that, oh, you're not a dude anymore. Then all of a sudden I get an opportunity to start getting these reps again. Oh, crap, maybe. I, I, I still, yeah, yeah, this is what I do, right? And so you start to start remembering who you were as a player. And as soon as you make a play like that and you get an interception, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I'm back. Yeah, I'm back. Now just keep Confidence. me in there. Keep me in there. Confidence builder. Confidence yep. booster. Yeah. That's what this this game has to be. A momentum boost. Um, yeah, yeah, momentum yeah. booster as well as a confidence booster Facts. while also potentially giving you an opportunity to move up from the 5 seed. Yeah. And, and worst case, even if even if you win this game and like you said the Eagles win and it all, you know, is kaput and the Eagles clinch, et cetera, et cetera, for me, and I've said this and I'll say it one more time, I said a thousand times, I'll say it one more time. The fact that you forced the Eagles to do something they did not want to do with their starting quarterback might and that might negatively impact their chances in the playoffs, checkmate. Mm. It's a win. In in that regard, and going back to what you said about Nation, for those that listen to the draft show, they know I wasn't very high on, on Nation right. Yep. I never really was. I love him as a person. Yeah. He's a delight to talk to. He's a great dude. The work ethic is off the charts. I love what he does behind the scenes, sure. and I see why they drafted him yep. because of that. Yeah. He's also got the physical tools. Sure. Now it's starting to put that together with that confidence. Yeah. I, I agree with you Game wholeheartedly in that regard. I hope he continues to trend in the right direction. Oof, that'd be huge. That'd be massive for this football team yep. heading into the playoffs and, and moving forward. Really quickly, another guy that I, I loved interacting with for some time. It, we haven't confirmed it, but reports are out there that the Cowboys have waived wide receiver James Washington. So the reports have hit this morning, of course, with the signing of T.Y. Hilton yeah, and what he to, brought to the table. Still waiting to confirm. Got to confirm it, but, but that's the report for me yeah, and Rappaport. Several reports are out there there. No. Yeah. So James Washington, he'll be subject to waivers um, so he can be claimed by any of the other teams, and and we'll see how that happens. But the addition of T.Y. Hilton and the immediate impact of T.Y. Hilton um, pushed James Washington to the the inactives list and and now off of the roster. I hate hate that for James. Yeah, he's such a good dude. Yep, really good dude. And And he came in with a lot of of, uh, optimism, um, but injury injury in training camp, and at the the start of training camp, no less, pretty much deleted his his chances with the Cowboys. Yeah, that derailed the whole thing. But best of luck to James Washington, whether he ends up being taken on waivers or maybe he's back here. Yeah, who, could, who knows? could land on the practice squad if he clears could and, happen. and resigns. Who knows? We'll see. Hopefully 
he he wherever he ends up, best of luck and best Great wishes dude. to James Great Washington. Dude. Continued prayers, by the way, for Demar Hamlin. Yes, continuing to fight up at the UC Medical Center in Cincinnati after that play on Monday Night Football. I want to continue to send our thoughts and prayers that direction and to the Buffalo Bills family as well. But that does it for us here on Talking Cowboys on a wonderful Wednesday. We'll be back tomorrow previewing the Cowboys offense and the Washington defense. For Chris Beam, Isaiah Stanback, Patrick Nosey Walker, I'm Kyle Yeoman saying so long. Thanks for joining us on Talking Cowboys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!